Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast based on the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. It is I, your host, Justine Monique, back at you to go over one of my previously published blog posts. This one that we'll be getting into today is titled, Is It That Hard to Park? Published on October 22nd. 2018. So let's get into it. Is it that hard to park? The following is a first world problem rant. Why don't people know how to park their damn vehicles in a parking lot? Seriously, how difficult is it to place your metal can on wheels between two marked lines? There are so many vexing types of park jobs. It makes my nerves quake. Which is worse? Parking diagonally so vehicles on either side aren't able to park without clipping the diagonally parked vehicle. Parking right on one of the parking space lines so another vehicle won't be able to park alongside the line parker without risking the line parker being blocked in. Double parked vehicle, a vehicle that takes up two parking spaces. Vehicles that park beyond the allotted parking space with the ass of the vehicle risking damage and possibly narrowing space for the other vehicles to maneuver. Big ass vehicles parking next to subcompact cars and or vehicles of smaller class sizes. I realize there may be situations where parking space is limited, but damn, how's a driver of a Honda Fit supposed to see well past a Hummer and an Escalade when backing out? Sometimes I debate taking a lift into heavily crowded places to avoid parking anxiety. I can't stand the thought of driving around for more than a minute, looking for an available spot, paying for parking, and possibly having my car jacked or damaged. Not to mention backing out of a parking space and getting hit by a car flying through the lot. Why are you racing through a parking lot, you shrimp taint? I thought about moving to a place where heavy reliance on owning a motor vehicle is limited where I can fare well with a bike and or moped once I have an empty nest. Owning a car has its perks and drawbacks. Another example of yin and yang. And that is the end of my blog post published on October 22nd, 2018, titled, Is It That Hard to Park? And if y'all want to go and read this blog post, feel free to. There's always a link in every one of my episode notes to the blog post. So, let's get into it a little bit more, y'all. Ooh, I'm feeling a little jazzy, I'm not gonna lie, because I've been listening to this dark disco mix by Greg Deep on YouTube. Y'all should check him out if you're into, like, cold wave, um, like, new wave, kind of the, uh, if you want to call it, like, a dark synth type of situation y'all into that type of stuff then get into it go check out greg deep on youtube i don't know him he's not paying for me to say that but i'm just that that's just what's been on my mind i'm like i want to shout him out man because i appreciate a great mix especially on youtube especially when it's talking about some of that new wave because i do enjoy some new wave okay but anyway getting off of that let's get back to the topic at hand the parking shit so i do have to admit to (laughs) y'all First and foremost, I will never consider myself the greatest driver, let alone an awesome parker. And I have 
been guilty of some of the things I mentioned in that blog post, you know, like just parking all fucked up (laughs) and not realizing until after fact, sometimes not even caring. But I do try to be a lot more conscious of it today because, you know, as the point stated in my little rant there, it's important to park correctly because I don't want to convenience others as well. And you could be convenient, inconveniencing, excuse me, yourself. So I do have to admit in my early days of driving, let's see, I got my license, my driver's license at 17 years old. And I remember going to the farmer's market with my brother It was just he and I in the car, and I think I swerved a little too hard, and I hit a parked car in the parking lot. I'm ashamed to say it. It was fucked up, and I didn't leave a note or anything. I didn't report it. I was just like, oh, no, and I I left. I left the scene, y'all, so I'm pretty sure at this point in time, I've already had my cosmic comeuppance for doing that shit, (laughs) so that was so long ago. That doesn't mean it was okay. I mean, this is why I'm saying it out loud. It wasn't okay. And I wish I was not a fearful piece of shit back then and that I would have just taken whatever consequences came to me at the time. But again, I do believe in cosmic comeuppance. So I'm sure in some way I got paid back with that. More than likely through all of the car troubles I had later. (laughs) So it is what it is. I make peace with it. I accepted the bullshit that I pulled. Uh, So I do want to talk about, I don't know if any of y'all are fans of Trader Joe's. You may not even have a Trader Joe's where you live, but if you don't know about Trader Joe's, it is a specialty grocery store, essentially, that offers a lot of organic selections. It does also have non-organic foods as well. It's very affordable, lots of nice, fresh, well... I'm not even going to lie and say lots of nice fresh produce because I feel like they've fallen off with the produce lately. But usually it's pretty nice and, you know, nice little variety going on. They also have like self-care products. Well, I'll say like toiletries, like lotion and shit like that. They also have seasonal items. So right now with it being fall, they have these delicious ass, what is it, uh, pumpkin blondie brownies with pecans and I'm actually quite damn tasty I just tried those for the first time and they had maple flavored coffee pumpkin spice coffee all these things so it's always a treat going in there I love it the employees are pretty damn awesome attitudes are on high which I love that shapes my shopping experience I don't want to go someplace where the employees are miserable and unprofessional because that's just gonna ruin my experience it's not like I even love grocery shopping in the first place so if we can just do those little things to make it a better experience overall why not let's do that let's put our best foot fucking forward even if you hate that job I don't want to know okay I need you to fake it till you fucking make it all right because that's part of the experience but anyhow bring up Trader Joe's to say because it's so popular the parking lot is usually a hot fucking mess it's usually packed depending on when you go. And I they I was speaking to a friend about this who loves Trader Joe's as well. Some year, I want to say it was some years ago, we had this conversation about the damn Trader Joe's parking lot. How notoriously it seems like just congested they are and that they seem to have bad placement with the parking lot. And she had told me that I want to say she read an article or something saying they purposely put their stores in locations with these tight-ass parking lots because they want it to look like, I guess, to other people on the outside that it's like, oh my gosh, they're always busy, they're always packed, and that'll draw more people in. I believe that was the explanation. 
So by design, they make the parking lot a nightmare, which is sad. I'm like, okay, I understand. You got to make money. You got to market. You got to do all these little things to draw in money, essentially. But (laughs) why? (laughs) Why do we have to go this route? Let's make enough available parking. You're popular. You've been around. I don't see Trader Joe's going anywhere anytime soon. Like, damn. Make it make it better for people. Because I, I do feel like as well, when it comes to parking lots of grocery stores, I've been to just any place, not even just a grocery store. Trader Joe's parking lot is always the fucking worst. I always get the most frustrated. So it seems like when I'm backing out, there's people either walking around to where it's like, damn, you got to be on high alert for that shit. Or you're backing out at the same time as somebody else. So there's always a car going by. It can take you forever to get the hell out of there. It's just ridiculous. And uh, and then the people seem like they don't give a fuck if they see your car backing out. Pedestrians, oh, no, I'm just going to keep going. Like, no, biped, I'm going to need you to move to the side. Move to the side. And at least if you're going to be bold enough to cross my car when you know I'm actively backing up, pick up that damn pace. I can't stand that shit. When people are walking, they clearly see there's moving vehicles around. They're like, nah, I'm just going to take my sweet old damn time. That's rude. (laughs) I need you to move your fucking ass so I can get the hell out of here. I don't want to spend any more time in this situation than I have to. And speaking of people not picking up the pace, well, the kids, the kids a lot of times, especially when people are just letting them go free range, they're running around the parking lot. This is one of my anxieties when it comes to driving. My biggest fear is hitting a child with my car. Because kids, a lot of times, aren't paying a fucking attention. They're just running around, all careless. They're not thinking. And I just, I, I fear clipping one of these kids one day. I do. And these fucking parents, they don't restrain these kids enough. They don't teach them enough. And this isn't all children. But I've seen it enough to where it puts me on edge, man. Like, why are you just letting your four-year-old run around like why don't you have a kid leash on that child (laughs) if you know they're wild like that why aren't you holding their hand something the child needs to be restrained in some way it's just it scares the fuck out of me it scares the fuck out of me and it makes me think of my story that I had when it came to my kids now my kids were never allowed to be just running the fuck around a parking lot let me tell you that okay (laughs) so that's what we were out and about I had them restrained in my sights and this particular day, a visit to the Walmart <laughs> uh, included me going the fuck off on somebody. So here's the story. My kids and I are walking out of the parking lot headed towards the store. I'm holding their hands. And this motherfucker starts backing up their car, pre- getting pretty close to us. And I, I stopped because I'm thinking, the fuck, are they going to stop or what? And there wasn't really room for us to maneuver because, of course, there's other people walking. There's other cars going by. So I briefly let my kids' hands go, and I started just slamming on the back of their car. (laughs) It was an SUV. I can't remember what kind. But I was just slapping their car like, hey, and screaming. So I'm just in my mind, like, you're going to hit my fucking kids with screaming. I'm sure my kids were just like, what the fuck at this time? (laughs) They were maybe five or six, maybe six or seven when this happened. And then I regained my composure, and then we proceeded to our trip to the Walmart. But yeah, this this is another thing. Is people just not looking? Like, why aren't you looking? You're in a public area. You should be on alert that there's public. <laughs> the public is about. They're all about. So why aren't you looking? Especially now when a lot of people who have late model cars 
have rear view cameras in their cars. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand you should not completely rely on a rear view camera. I do not personally. You know, I come from a time where there were not any rear view cameras when I learned to drive. So I still will whip my head back when I'm backing in my car and look. And then I may refer to the rear view camera as I'm getting closer into the spot just to make sure, you know, I'm still angling it well, even though I will admit um, within the past I don't know, six months, a year, I have been more like, all right, let me not fully rely on the rear view camera, but give a little more uh, time to the rear view camera to use to angle me into a spot because I do back in my car a lot. I just I like that. I feel like it's just better for me as far as when I'm leaving to look around as opposed to just pulling in. Because that's where the trouble comes in. That's where little anxiety happens as far as, oh, shit, is somebody behind me? What's going on? And I'm not going to lie, y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Uh, maybe a few months ago, I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe I just wasn't thinking, okay? Uh, I did have a drink that day. That's no fucking excuse. Maybe it was still hit me a little more than I thought, you know? And I, I did not look before I backed out. Or I did like a quick look left and right, but I didn't take as much time to survey as I should have. And I backed my car out and I had a couple guys. Well, one, well, it was a couple of guys, but one of the two yelled at me like, hey, you know, hey, watch where the fuck you going, da, da, da. Because my car did, my car, the ass of my car did get close <laughs> to those couple of guys. And I was ashamed at myself. I'm not going to lie. And I did lash out back at him. I was like, I rolled down my window. <laughs> and I fucking yelled at him. And then I went on my merry way. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. It shook me up a bit. Not so much because the dude yelled at me about it, but because I was that careless in the moment. I was ashamed of myself because even though I said at the top of this episode, <laughs> I do not consider myself a great driver. I do consider myself someone who is observant, who is going to make sure to survey the situation before I move my vehicle. And I didn't in that moment. It was so fucking dumb. I just felt so idiotic. You know, I was kind of beating myself up the whole time, even though, yeah, I was like mad at this guy for yelling at me. But at the same time, I'm like, well, would he have yelled at you if you actually were being a responsible driver? <laughs> this wouldn't happen if you actually surveyed the fucking situation. You know, like, we gotta accept our downfalls, our shortcomings, gotta understand we're not right all the motherfucking time. And in that situation, I did, not right away, <laughs> Part of me, a lot of me was blaming it on the fucking guy, like, should've seen me fucking coming out, should've moved. <laughs> but no, the fact of the matter is, I should've seen him and his buddy coming out, and I should've waited for them to pass and maneuvered accordingly. So, yeah. Oh, man, what a fucking time to be alive. Uh, maybe eventually at some point I'll have to worry about this shit. Because <laughs> driving is fucking stressful, y'all. You know it if you're out there hustling every day. You just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. I remember it was like earlier this year, this fool on one of the major interstates who was in a rush and Friday fucking uh, it was at uh, rush hour traffic, evening rush hour traffic speeding by me because he just had to get I guess like one car ahead of me even though we were all stuck it was like a gridlock situation clipped my left side fucking rear view mirror y'all was so pissed and thankfully because it was bumper to bumper traffic I was able to have enough time to get my phone out and take a picture of this fool's license plate and file the claim blah 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 
But the whole point is, <laughs> this motherfucker wasn't in such a rush and actually made a calculated move that wouldn't have happened to him. You know, he wouldn't have had to have a, a certified collision, even though thankfully it was a small collision, but still just a whole fucking hassle because I wasn't about to come out of my pocket. Okay. In my mind, this wasn't my fault. I am not about to just pay to get it fixed, suck it up and not say anything to insurance. No, fuck that bitch. You're going to pay. So <laughs> I did all of the proper things, uh, follow the proper procedures to file my claim. And y'all, it took like a month and a half, maybe more. I'm thinking just to get this whole thing resolved. And I'm talking about from the time the accident happened to my rear view mirror. Um, actually, I need to specify is my rear view mirror glass, the glass on the inside, the housing of the rear view mirror didn't actually fall. It was just the glass, but still I need that shit. Do you know how hard it is to drive without that mirror in there? It's a bitch. It was a total bitch driving with that thing, um, not being there. So it took about a month and a half, two months just to get everything resolved from the time the accident happened to my mirror actually getting replaced. It's fucking ridiculous, man. So yeah, people need to be more aware of their shit. <laughs> be on top of their fucking shit. That's all I'm asking. Can we do that? Can we be more aware? And to parlay into that, what we can do to be better drivers, y'all, all of us, this includes me. <laughs> I went and looked up some common types of parking violations and I found on Incubar, which I'd never heard of up until this point. If y'all know about Incubar, check them out. They got a lot of helpful information on there and they have this article on incubar titled nine common types of parking violations to avoid and the author's name is melissa and this was published on july 17 2022 so i'm not going to read the whole article i'm just going to go over the nine types of parking violations and if you've been guilty of this you know what just make an effort not to make it happen again all right so type number one is Double parking violations. I mentioned this in my blog post. I don't believe I've ever been guilty of that. I try to be very conscious of not double parking because of how much it irritates the shit out of me when other people do it. Type number two, parking in handicap spots. I've never done that. I've been scared as hell to do that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I've been scared as hell, y'all. And I have heard about people doing this shit that aren't handicapped that don't have their placards they're just like fuck it i'm running in the store real quick and i'm like ooh, i don't feel right if i'm with somebody who's doing that and i have been and i'm just like <laughs> i get paranoid man I'm like oh this is the day this is the day some shit's going down because they did this and i also feel guilty because handicapped spots are designated for a reason what if just because you feel like this might be a quick stop and even if it truly is a quick stop that you're taking that away from somebody who really needs it, you know? So I don't believe in parking in a handicapped spot when you're not authorized to. Type number three, parking in one spot for more than 24 hours. Now, I don't believe I've ever been guilty of this. I imagine this applies more to if you're parking at a venue or something. So I've never been guilty of that that I'm aware of. But I, I thought about it. I'm like, they might want to be a little more specific about it because clearly you could park for more than a day at your residence, right? So this looks like it more applies to special places, like maybe a school or something. I don't know. Type number four, parking without a zone permit. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't believe I've ever violated that before. Type number five, not paying for metered parking. 
I don't believe I ever was guilty of that. Or maybe I was a long time ago when I was like, oh, fuck this meter. <laughs> I ran in or I didn't go back to like put more money in the meter. But as I said, even in the blog post, I really try to avoid having to pay for parking. And that includes paying for meter parking. As a matter of fact, my day job uh, is close to an area where there's a lot of parking meters and there's a lot of great places to go eat and venture at. But I refuse to go over there if I have to drive. You know why? Because I don't want to deal with no fucking parking meters. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that shit. Especially if it's going to be a quick, it really is going to be a truly quick in and out situation. I don't want to deal with it. Don't got time to be messing around like that. And I'm paranoid that, oh my gosh, what if the meter breaks or something? And when there's a cop on foot checking the damn meters and my shit runs out. Or they put a boot on my car. They're ticking me or some shit. I don't want to deal with any of that. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> type number six parking on a sidewalk sidewalk parking have i done it i want to say i have but not in i want to say maybe in a residential area but not in like you know one of the places open to the public i haven't done that type number seven parking too close to or at an intersection i don't believe i've done that have you? <laughs> Type number eight, unauthorized parking violations. Now I will tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you, I have been guilty of parking in places I shouldn't park. Even when the sign distinctly says, do not park here, parking for blah, blah, blah only, or parking only allowed for, um, you know, this time frame and days or something. I've done that. I've done that. I want to say I have not been, I've gotten a ticket for that before because I got lucky. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm not bragging about it, y'all. Please know it's just that I feel like I got lucky, even though I've been driving a long time. So perhaps this has happened and I'm just not remembering (laughs) coming back and being like, oh no, I have a ticket. But yeah, it's, it's hard, especially let's say if you're going out for a night on the town especially if it's in like a city which is hard to fucking park at a lot of times parking is a nightmare situation especially if you're going to a venue where they don't have their own designated parking lot and then you're like fuck i want to stay close to the venue i'm not trying to walk like eight damn blocks to this venue and then you end up having to park somewhere that's unauthorized and you just hope for the damn best (laughs) again I'm more conscious of it. I don't want to do it because, again, I do not want to come out and see my car towed off because a lot of places will threaten to tow your shit. I'm not trying to be a part of that gang. And here we are, the last parking violation type. Type number nine, parking on a fire lane or near a fire hydrant. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have been guilty of that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I have definitely parked in the fire lane because once again, as a lot of people would say, oh, I'm just making a quick little trip or whatever. You know, I do it. I do it. I do it. I will not lie. I've done it. I'm most guilty of doing it most recently at my local library. Yes, because there is a fire lane there. The way they have the fire lane position, it's across from the book drop deposit box. And I'm like, I am not about to go and park my car in the regular parking spot just to go run and drop this off in the damn book drop box. No, I'm parking this fire lane because it's close. (laughs) I'm going to run out, drop it, and exit the fire lane. And I know that is me totally breaking the rule. I understand that I'm acknowledging that and maybe I need to knock it off. And I know this isn't going to be an acceptable excuse what I'm about to say next. (laughs) But everybody else does it. (laughs) 
I see other people doing it too. And I'm like, fuck it. What are they going to do? You know, what are they, they going to come out here and hassle me about this? So yeah, I do that. I do that. And if y'all think I need to stop, tell me. <laughs> I feel like I'm all right. I feel like I'm, I'm okay. And maybe I'm being blissfully ignorant about it. Maybe I just need to stop that shit and go in and start parking in the designated library parking lot and run that book in there. But I just don't see the point when that fire lane is much closer and I don't plan on going in the library. If I'm going in the library, hell no, I'm not going to sit there and park in the damn fire lane. That's irresponsible. I wouldn't do that. But for something that's going to take me like three minutes tops, not even, come on, <laughs> come on. Because at that point, I feel like, damn, I'm just wasting a parking spot. You know, that's how I feel about it. I try to be fair, you know, I try to be thoughtful and think of others, y'all. I mean, <laughs> You know, I shouldn't laugh because you know what? One day, maybe I'm going to get caught up in this shit. Maybe just that one time when I do that shit, that is when there could be some shit going down inside the library. And here I am taking up space because I had to run my damn book return in. Well, not in the library, but run it to that damn book drop. And that's going to be the end of my ass. <laughs> well, I was just saying the end, like the end of my entire life, but that'll be the end of that. And I get ticketed or some shit. I don't want that to happen. I don't feel like I deserve that. <laughs> so now that I'm saying it out loud, perhaps I will attempt to do better and stop parking in the damn fire lane, y'all. I'll stop, okay? I'm going to try. I promise y'all I will try. Oh, man. Holding myself accountable is very important. <laughs> Oh, man, you know what else I just thought about that happened a couple years ago where I live? I witnessed one of my neighbor's parked cars get hit by someone who I'm assuming was a guest because I'd never seen this person before. But, yup, I happen to be getting ready to walk inside my place. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Because if anybody comes into this parking lot here that I've never seen, I'm already like, ooh, high alert, high alert. I don't know you. It's some bullshit about to go down. I need to pay attention. Let me keep my eyes peeled and ears open. So I'm watching this person <laughs> back out. I think they were backing out. Yeah. And they had this big ass SUV <laughs> and they fucking straight up clip my neighbor's car I'm like yo like you could hear it it was audible I heard the crunch and everything I'm like yo this is fucked up oh man I couldn't believe it and other people I want to say a couple other people were outside too and they told the neighbor and of course they were pissed now I will say this about the neighbor <laughs> this is not to say they deserved it okay please know it's not that they deserved it but I feel like this neighbor is definitely not a good driver. And I just know that by the conditions of the vehicles that I've seen them have. It seems like every time they've gotten a new vehicle, it starts out all right. Like the car looks like it's in good condition. It's decent. No wear and tear, very minimal, barely noticeable. But after a while, you start seeing cracks in the bumper. The lights fucked up, <laughs> some scratches. Like it's not good. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? Again, every car this person has, I'm pretty sure they're the problem and not other people. So part of me wonders if that stranger that clipped their car in the parking lot that day was kind of a form of uh, comeuppance, you know, <laughs> as an instance of cosmic comeuppance or karma, some people may want to call that. It was that get back. It was you reap what you sow. Maybe my neighbor has been out here clipping people's cars, just being all fucking ridiculous and this was a form of payback. Maybe it was a lesson to say, hey, get better with your fucking maneuvering of your vehicle. Pay attention. 
be a more tuned in driver. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this person, I'm a little scared. I don't want to park near them. <laughs> Because I'm like, ooh, what if they back out and fuck my shit up? I don't need these types of problems, y'all, okay? Trying to move on, have a nice life, have more peace, have less of these types of intrusions that tend to come in and just go to war with my poor soul. (laughs) And driving is one of them. Again, I can't say enough that shit is dangerous. And I feel like a lot of people are just tapped out as well. They treat driving like it's a second or third activity because these damn smartphones. Now, I cannot tell you how many people now I see on their phone actively why they are operating that damn vehicle. It drives me up the wall. It freaks me out. Freaks me all the way the fuck out. But anyway, (laughs) I guess I'm just going to end this saying Please be mindful if you're operating a motor vehicle. Be responsible. Think of others and don't park like a dickwad. If y'all would like to follow me on my Instagram or Twitter, please do at Justine Monique on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to say it again because I want y'all to remember. I don't want you to forget at J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E and please Visit the OK Vibes blog at okvibes.wordpress.com. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. I will be back to you with a new episode next Thursday, 12, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye.